Welcome to another episode of the Overrated Experience Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Blondin. This is episode 39, and we're almost hitting 40, so the podcast is well into its birth, and now it's uh, grown into what it is today. And once again, we have a special guest on hand. We are joined by the lady from upstairs. Hello, lady from upstairs. Hi. Is, is that your real voice, or are you just kind of making that up? I'm making it up. Okay, well, fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> you, you joined us. You, you, that's all that counts. Well, you know, if uh, you've joined us before, that you can also join us on Twitter at overratedexper2. And that's overratedexper2 to join us on Twitter. Join the conversation. Give us your picks. Throw it out there. Any thoughts you have on the top sporting news. And uh, also on Facebook, we have this Overrated Experience Sports Betting Podcast Facebook page, which uh, we post our picks, we post our thoughts, and some polls, all sorts of stuff on there that you can get a part of. And if you have not joined us before, the sports, uh, this this podcast is a sports podcast. It is a sports betting podcast. We talk everything under the sun in regards to sports and sports betting. And you're looking at we are the public. Uh, we're not the sharps out there. We are the folks learning to be better gamblers. Looking to take some action, open a few beers, have a few laps, have uh, some, maybe some cry a little bit. Maybe do, do we cry a little bit sometimes in sports gambling? Only when the NFL is back. Okay, well we'll get there in a minute. Okay, you're bashing the NFL, which I'm not happy about. And we'll probably won't hear from you between September and February as the NFL approaches in the fall. Just uh, just to let you know. Don't uh, do not book yourself into joining the podcast during those periods of time. Okay. Okay, good job. All right, so a lot to talk about in the world of sports, but today we're going to focus predominantly on the NBA final. We're going to also talk about the upcoming NHL Stanley Cup final. The NBA obviously kicked off tonight with the NHL kicking off on Saturday. But first, we're going to start off with some news around the world of sports. And why not kick off with uh, some Maple Leaf news? The Toronto Maple Leafs have hired a new general manager, Brad Traveling former general manager of the Calgary Flames. Now, the interesting part of this story, as the Toronto Maple Leafs were going to introduce Brad Traveling, uh, Tree Living, whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't, I don't care. We'll, we'll you know, work out his name as the season goes on. The Pittsburgh Penguins announced that Kyle Dubas, former general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, would be named the president, or the president of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And it seems kind of weird that they jumped out with that announcement as the Leafs uh, presser was about to happen. So just another part of the uh, drama that is the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, any thoughts, lady next uh, from upstairs, not next door. Sorry, I got in trouble last time for saying that. So the lady upstairs, any thoughts on what's going on in Leafland as far as Kyle Dubas is concerned? How did he get a job so fast? He must have went on the uh, Help Wanted ads and they, they picked him up. And that leads me to believe, how did he get a job so fast? Well, what do you think? What do you think that, you know, he leaves the lease and has a ready-made job. What do you think maybe happened? There was something already in the works in the background, maybe. I don't know. Some shenanigans? Yes. Would, would you call it shenanigans? Yes, lots of shenanigans. Is there another word you would use or shenanigans would be the, the appropriate word? Shenanigans is good. Okay, shenanigans. I almost screwed that up. So a lot of shenanigans that were happening. Uh, it just happened that Kyle Dubas talked about potentially returning to Toronto, suddenly asked for more money, 
And then, you know, he gets hired at Pittsburgh. There is, seems to be quite a coincidence there. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm sure we'll never know. Uh, but uh, that's that's the scoop right now. But what's, what's a red flag to me, it sounds like uh, the Leafs' new GM is not going to touch the core four and is determined to actually move forward with uh, hiring or sorry resigning Austin Matthews I shake my head double face palm all that maybe I'm looking at my Heineken as it's half empty and think maybe by the end of this podcast thinking about looking at Austin Matthews and an extension with the lease of having another beer so uh, not a good start in that first press conference for Mr. Brad uh, Tree Living not happy about that at all some interesting news of the NBA Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns coach, I should say former Phoenix Suns uh, head coach, has been hired with the Detroit Pistons. You know, he moves from the Phoenix Suns, which the lady from next door, again, again, I can't remember. I, she's on my other podcast. I haven't told the lady from upstairs, but the lady from next door. I forget. <laughs> the lady from upstairs usually likes her late night basketball in Phoenix as a, as a team that she probably watched a lot. Um... Did you know that Monty Williams was the coach of the Phoenix Suns? No. <laughs> Did you know he left or he was uh, fired by the Phoenix Suns and left to go to the Detroit Pistons? No. Do you know? Okay, let me ask you this. Would you say that the Phoenix Suns are one of the better teams in the NBA? Yes. Okay. Would you say the Detroit Pistons are one of the garbage teams in the NBA? Yes. Okay, very good, very good. I'm coaching the, the lady from upstairs, it's all good. So what would encourage you that you just got let go from the Phoenix Suns to go to, I would say, quite the bottom feeder, which is the Detroit Pistons? What, I, what if I told you that as a coach, the Phoenix Suns had to spend $20 million to buy out Monty Williams, so he had $20 million in his pocket. He didn't have to go anywhere, right? He, he could sit on that. I'm sure he could have a few. His severance package there is pretty decent. Mm -hmm. What if I told you and your phone rang and said, hey, you got the $20 million sitting in your back pocket? Well, guess what? We'll offer you $78.5 million over six years. Would you give a shit which team called you and offered you that money? Or would you say, you know, what, what time do you need me there? You know what I would say? What'd you say? Start the car. Start the car. That's right. Goddamn right. Start the car. Six years, seventy-eight point five million. I I don't give a shit what team you're asking me to coach. I so this I I want to see this press conference where he was lured in by the uh, Detroit Pistons organization and the, his love of basketball and his uh, he couldn't sit at home on the sidelines. You know, that, that is definitely an offer. You can't refuse. Set six years, $78.5 million. And that was reported by Joe. Uh, well, I'm getting the report from uh, Joe uh, Pompliano on Twitter. He's a pretty decent follow uh, with that news. It's, that's a wild story. That is a lot of money. And uh, speaking of a lot of money, in the world of international soccer and European soccer, do you, have you heard of a Real Madrid star, Karim Benzema? Have you heard of that name? No. No. He is a mega star with Real Madrid. So it seems like the popular thing to do is once you're hit, you know, you reach your stardom, 
and you're looking for that those last few years to cash in, it's Saudi Arabia now, which is the kind of the the destination. So Ronaldo went for what 400 million, something like that. He's playing in Saudi Arabia at the moment. So Karim Benzema, Real Madrid, the biggest club, one of the biggest clubs in the world. He's going to reportedly leave Real Madrid uh, at the end of this season, which is done already. So he's gone. He's going to Saudi Arabia for two seasons. How much do you think they're offering him for two seasons to play in Saudi Arabia? Lady upstairs? I don't know. What? How about you take another sip of that uh, red Jesus juice and tell me maybe you get an epiphany. Nothing yet. Okay, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> just tell he, me. Well, I'm going to just tell you. He's going to make $200 million over two years. What do you think of that? Sad. I'll never, ever, ever make that. <laughs> Would you switch from box to bottle wine if you got a contract like that? Oh my gosh, a thousand percent. Would you have a screw-off or would you have a cork in your bottle? A cork. And I'd have somebody open it for me. Wow. You, <laughs> wow, you just know how to go all out. So $200 million over two years for Korean Benzema. That is ridiculous. However, I can't blame him for taking it. And Lionel Messi has been reported that he will not be back at PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, for those who don't know what PSG stands for. He has been there for the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, he was there during the World Cup where he led Argentina to the World Cup victory. The biggest superstar athlete in the world today. And I'll tell you right now, is his uh, even uh, Messi at his age, that World Cup performance, all everybody in North America knows who Messi is. The kids are wearing his jersey across the world. Biggest superstar. So he is leaving PSG. One of the rumors is there's a lot of rumors going on that he may be returning to Barcelona via being signed by the MLS team Inter Milan Inter Miami and being loaned out to Barcelona because of the financial situation Barcelona's under. But ideally if you hear uh Kareem Benzema going to Saudi Arabia, it's a matter I think it's a matter of time before Messi at least plays one season in Saudi Arabia for the ridiculous amount of money. If lady from upstairs how much would you play, pay Lionel Messi for one season uh, if folks are making $100 million or $400 million, What would you pay Messi? $500 million? <laughs> Good guess. That's probably what it's going to be. He's, he's, it's ridiculous. He's going to make some ridiculous coin. And speaking of money, just here's a trivia question for you. Can you handle this one? I know you're not going to really answer, but I just... I'm going to give it to you anyway for the entertainment of the audience here, okay? Okay. So, what team do you think in soccer is the most valuable team in the world? Which team? If you, When you look at the worth of a team, the value, mm -hmm. Forbes value of a team. I think you might have told me this once, but I don't remember. I told you a little bit, like a few minutes ago, where I said where Karim Benzema played. Oh. <laughs> but it's a hint. Do you know what I said? He played with Real. <laughs> Real Madrid? Very good. What a good guess. <laughs> so that was Real Madrid. They're worth... How many billion do you think Real Madrid's worth? Mm. 20? 
Okay, you really screwed this up because, I mean, <laughs> they're not worth $20 billion. They're worth $6 billion. Or I was only off by 14. Billion. Yeah, well, now, that did not impress the audience now that I've only said 6.07. Followed by Manchester United at $6 billion. Barcelona at $5.51 billion. Liverpool $5.29 billion. Manchester City at $4.99 billion. Now, here's the interesting part. Is that seven MLS clubs are within the top 30 teams in the world of value. And that's topped by the LA Galaxy and the LAFC, which I wouldn't even think that the MLS would have any team sniffing the top 70, top 80 teams across Europe. But that's apparently so. So if anybody or, uh, if anybody thinks to why these rich folks invest in these teams, they are like property that goes up in value. TV revenue goes up, TV contracts go up huge, and those franchise values go up tremendously. So when some, you know what, and I, and I know this has got to be happening. So when you look at European soccer, there's relegation and teams can move up and uh, they can move up from one division to another, unlike North American sports. So why wouldn't I as a billionaire or an investor go in Buy a cheaper third division English club, let's say. You know, you're going to keep this team for years. Slowly invest in this club. Let them travel until they get to the English Premier League. And then cash in. It makes sense. Spend small or uh, buy, buy little and cash out huge. And by the way, that uh, the Forbes uh, list I went through. Also, Joe uh, Pompliano on Twitter and he's Joe Papliano. Uh, he has a podcast, actually, which is actually... Uh, what the heck? I want to give him credit to make sure we're not... Uh, whatever. He's got a podcast. Let's say that. Okay? <laughs> so, and some interesting notes, so what he provides. But one of the interesting... Another note. Man, I'm really using him. So I got to do a shout out for his podcast. So I'm going to make sure that I do that right now. So his podcast is Joe Pomp Show. The Joe Pomp Show. So I'm reading a couple, uh, one more uh, little tidbit from him, which is pretty good. And that is, uh, do you know what relegation is in the English Premier League in most of the European clubs, or sorry, European leagues? What does relegation mean, lady from upstairs? Mm. I know you don't, you don't know? No? Yeah. no. So unlike North American sports, the bottom teams, so mostly it's the three bottom teams at the end of the year. They have the three, the worst records out of the 20 teams in the English Premier League. The bottom three records go down to the, basically the minors. They go to, they don't play in the Premier League the following year. Another three teams replace them. Okay. So that's one of the incentives not to be crappy. It's not like in North America where I'm going to tank so I can get a high draft pick. So, for <laughs> example, there's a team that moved up. It's going to be in the English Premier League. Luton Town FC. They were per here's some facts again from Joe. Man, I feel like I'm like uh, his number one fan, Joe Pompliano. So this team was purchased for seven dollars in 2003. Faced bankruptcy twice, fell to the fifth division in English football, spent third of their competitors on wage. They're basically not spending a lot of money, but now because they got they advanced and they got promoted to the Premiership mm -hmm. over the last couple of days. They've automatically now guaranteed themselves $200 million. Wow. And that's the magic of European soccer and some of these clubs. And if you look at their stadium, 
And I think I showed you the stadium before. And for context, oh. just how small that that's wrong. I shouldn't be playing. <laughs> Their stadium has basically a bunch of houses that are surrounding the stadium. Oh yes, I it's remember. like a, it's like a housing. It's almost like you're in a townhouse community, and there's a stadium in the middle of it, and you can actually enter the stadium through a house. Yeah. But you like, think about a hockey rink that is a small hockey rink in a community where the Toronto Maple Leafs or the New York Rangers are coming in. You know, a local neighborhood and walking into a rink to play a big hockey game in the NHL. Wild stuff. So that's that's one of the crazy stories that's going on in the world of sports. Now, speaking of crazy stories, before we get to the NBA, I just want to mention we're that close. We've now hit June 1st. When we hit July 1st, when we start to hit later July, we start to hear about NFL training camps. We then hear about Preseason football. And then we get to September. And then we get the kickoff on the first Thursday where we got Kansas City and Detroit. Lady from upstairs, can you can you feel the excitement? Can you feel the roar? Can you feel that it's season two of the overrated experience around the corner when the NFL kicks off? Do you love it? Can't you crave it? Don't you kind of wish summer would speed by just a little bit? just to get for football that much faster. Lady from upstairs, what are your thoughts? Do you love it? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Damn it. Okay, so this is why I got penciled in as a guest between September. But it's uh, it's coming. This is why the birth of the overrated experience is all about, and that was the NFL. And so we kicked it off during NFL season, and season two will be when NFL season kicks off. So I'm hoping to make some changes some aesthetic changes, whether it be the audio, whether it be a whole bunch of stuff. So more to come, but we it's around the corner. So get ready for NFL football. You got it, lady from upstairs? Do those changes include also a guest? Well, wow, you're really working yourself out of a guest. Uh, <laughs> I even referred to you as a co-host during my post. So as we transition to what is in the news today and that is the nba final kicked off tonight and we wanted to do this podcast last night but powers that be didn't allow us to do so so i had asked the lady from upstairs to ensure she went into her uh, account looked at the nba props before the series kicked off and if you look if you join us on overrated experience sports bettings podcast Facebook page, you'll notice that I posted the lady from upstairs' picks pre-tip-off tonight, even though uh, game one is now in the books. So I just want to put it on record that her thoughts and picks were out there already. Also on Twitter at overrated EXPR2. So we're going to go through this and talk about it, but just to go to uh, the board tonight, so the, the Denver Nuggets uh, were pretty much in control tonight, winning 104-93. And if you look at the uh, the box score here, now one of the before we get into the series, uh, we'll talk about maybe what we did tonight, and I'll, I'll just mm -hmm. kick it off. So I put four small wagers uh, on the game tonight, so I was three of four, which is pretty good. You know, uh, the I had Denver minus nine. I thought at home Denver's especially strong, and obviously they covered that. I also took the over under, and that's that's my sickness. Okay, that's my sickness. 
It's called the overrated experience again for those who haven't been here before because I like overs, okay? And that's just, maybe I need an intervention, but I took the over, which filled, filled miserably. But I also took a couple of player props, and I tend not to take player props too often, but I thought, you know what? Let's shake it up here. So I took Jimmy Butler to have over 13 and a half combined rebounds and assists. And what do you think he what do you think he finished with? Well, he finished with seven rebounds and seven assists. And quick math, lady from upstairs. What's seven rebounds plus seven assists? 14. Very good. This is why you're on the show, <laughs> mathematician. So the Jimmy Butler prop paid off. Perfect. And it took the Joker. Who's the Joker? Jokic. Come on. <laughs> Jokic, right? I took him at points plus assists over 39 and a half. It was kind of iffy there for a while, but he finished with 27 points and 14 assists. And so I had a nice little payday there. So later from upstairs, what did you have for tonight's game? I took a parlay. I took the over and uh, done for to win, but didn't work out. Actually kind of worked out because um i realized that i actually didn't put the bet through <laughs> so we have you know usually when you don't put the bet through you tend to think you have a win and then you find out you don't put the bet through but the lady from upstairs has found out that she had a losing bet but it didn't count because she never put it through she never clicked on submit it worked out it worked out congratulations lady from upstairs thank you let's cheers to that non-bet very yes. good. Unbelievable. Now, lady from upstairs, before we get into what your picks were, I noticed that you opened a FanDuel account today. So normally you're Beth365 and you open a FanDuel account. What was your experience of, you know, you've been doing Beth365 for a lengthy period of time. Mm -hmm. You opened a Beth365 account prior to the whole switchover in last April, which for a lot of people was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. what, how convenient was simply signing up to FanDuel this evening it was amazing it was really fast um also i find with the bet 365 app it's always asking for my location and it's still doing that it's still doing that like constantly like sometimes i'll be in the middle of a okay sometimes i play casino games too what bet 365 app Whoa. and um it'll be in the i'll be in the middle of a game and it'll ask me for or saying that it's not recognizing my location. So it's really annoying because I'm in the middle of a game and then I got to restart it again. But I don't like that app at all. Um, I found that FanDuel was actually pretty easy to sign up. Um, and I like the way that everything was just kind of laid out, the props and everything, uh, very easy to read. And it was fast too. A Bat365 is, I don't know, I find it slow. It just It's just not a really great app, so... Really? I think I, I may switch back to, or sorry, not switch back, but I may just switch over to FanDuel. Although I, I did get some, you know, incentive from Bet365 uh, yesterday, which I didn't take. But, um, you know, I, I think I am I think I might stick to the FanDuel. Well, now that you have two options, so you can jump back and forth anytime yeah. you like. But I, I'm still a little uh, iffy on that uh that whole where your location i thought that was over with you know mm. what i mean because FanDuel used to be that as well and my laptop and my mobile like my phone now it's kind of a thing of the past i don't really have to worry about that mm. but you're, you still have to worry about that yeah. three survive 
every yeah every day i get it well i don't go on it every day but it's i, I can't it. i think you just out it yourself there i think you do on it every day <laughs> I don't. okay I don't. I don't i don't okay sure you don't wink wink you can't see in the podcast but giant <laughs> wink okay anywho uh interesting okay i didn't think there was still those problems with bet 365 so well welcome aboard to the FanDuel uh train here so we're gonna get into your picks and uh Again, they were made pre-tip-off uh, tonight. And let's dive into what you thought and see how kind of things lay uh, after the first game has been completed. So, some of the interesting things. There was a lot of like uh, parlay bets on there. Interesting stuff if you really wanted to dive in. Lock in your money until the series was completed. One of the bets, and this is not something that the lady from upstairs took. But it was funny because there was who is going to lead the series in assists right what player was going to lead in assists and Djokovic or Djokovic uh, uh, was minus like 2,000 right Compa- you know compared to everybody else just ridiculously way above mm-hmm. everybody else and when I look back at the last few series there was no debate there there is no you'd be pissing away your money if you took anybody else but Djokovic the assist totals consistently on a game-to-game basis, like just heads and above, wiped out everybody else. That y- you would like be very, very. Uh, you must have loads of cash to risk. You know, saying Jimmy Butler or somebody else is going to lead in assists. That if you look game by game, he's double digits pretty much game by game. There is a you know a spurt sometimes where. Another player on Denver or Miami may have double-digit assists, but not to the consistency of Jokic. It's, he's a phenom when it comes to that. That's just one stat and one uh, one bet that there was just why would anybody touch this unless they had two thousand dollars to make a hundred because Jokic, Jokic is going to win that one. So going into the lady from upstairs picks, you have said and took. And said Denver is going to win the series in five, which is at plus 200. And I'll get to your comments in one second. You said the series is also going to end in five at plus 185. Mm -hmm. What makes you think that Denver is going to wrap it up in five? Why why did five sound right to you? I just think they're the better team. Um, I mean, Miami almost blew a hole or they blew their lead, right? And so I think... You know, I think it's going to go some somewhat like that again. Um, and again, Denver's just a better team. So I think they'll end in five. Okay. So you're talking about, obviously, the series against the Boston, Boston mm-hmm. Celtics where the Heat were up 3 nothing. Yeah. Boston came back, took it to a game seven where the Heat, you know, one you, you feel that kind of showed some flaws in Miami? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Now, one of the interesting wagers that's... Uh, I don't know. Like I, I kind of keep an eye on now here and there about uh, in that. This is where you're picking how exactly the the series is going to play out. So, for example, the lady from upstairs talked about Denver winning in five, or in general the series going five. But it's also the exact order of how the games will mm-hmm. turn out. So you you took a dabble into this, and can you go through? You you did two bets on this. This is the same bet. Both at plus seven hundred. Yeah. Can you tell me your thought process on what, why you selected what you selected? So I think that 
Miami is going to win one of those five games. Um, and I think it'll be Denver first, which they did. I think next second game will be Denver again. And then Miami will be like trying to come back. So I think they might come back on the third. And then you have Denver and Denver to win. Um, and then, so I picked that one. And then I picked another one, which is, again, almost similar. Um, except I have Miami winning the third game instead, sorry, the, the, the fourth game instead of the third game. But obviously Denver winning the rest. So I just thought, you know what, it's plus 700. Um, I'll just throw in a little bit of money there and see because it's just honestly it's just a real gamble I have done bets like this before where I'll do like uh, you know what the exact uh, match result will be or something and I've had some luck there and it's honestly very random sometimes I'll throw in just like five dollars or ten dollars like you know and when I see that big plus uh, sign there and and um and I'll, I'll take it and I've won it. So it's just it's just something to play around with. That's all. So you see Miami's only shot to win a game is when they're back at home on home court to win at least one of those games. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that's a solid play. Yeah. And with plus 700, I I think it's I, – I, I think it's smart. Here, I'll give you – look, I'm going to give you credit here, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you credit. Is that I do believe that if Miami is going to pull a game out of this series, it is going to be at home – and for you to kind of cover both ends where it's game three and game four, mm-hmm. I think that is a smart play. But don't tell anybody I said that, okay? Everyone just heard that. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, you also had Denver straight up game one. I think you really, that was what? Mine, really? No, I have Denver to win the series. Okay. It's not, I, I actually didn't write down what I. No, you didn't write that down right. What the. Um, uh, I didn't write, yeah, I didn't write anything further down. But I, I think Denver will win the series for sure. It's just an easy, almost like obvious bet, in my opinion. Now, here's a bet that I do think is a tire fire, and I do not agree with you, and I really gave you props and credit, and now I just, ooh. <laughs> and that is Jimmy Butler to average 30 points in this series tonight. Do you know how many points he had? It was actually in the finals. It's an average over 30 points in the finals. I know he didn't get a lot. Is this... it good for the average that his first game had 13 no, points? No, it's not. I know. It's just a first game. And if you said it's going to end in five games, how many games yeah, does he possibly have okay. to make that up? Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this so, goes to show you that it was before game one that I made enough, these okay. picks. Okay. And I base my picks on absolutely nothing. I know. Fuck all about anything. <laughs> but I still do it. Why, why are you on a sports betting podcast if you do not have the expertise? I thought you had like a supercomputer. No. no. Is, are you telling me this whole time that when you've been on your phone, it's been playing words with friends? I thought it was crunching numbers. <laughs> it's words with friends. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, you heard it, folks out there. So the you take those picks... And you take them with a grain of salt, a big grain of salt, okay? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. And so, Butler, that, okay, that was your last pick. So, that is all. Any final comments on the NBA series? 
Are, are you excited? I know the game one just took place and there was no opportunity to watch it versus follow it on the phone. Is there anything that appeals to you about this series? Do you plan on watching any of it or just following along because life's getting in the way? I may watch a game here and there if it lasts that long. Like I said, if it's five, I'll may watch some of them, but we'll see. Okay. I'm heading to the overrated experience fridge to grab another Heineken. Would you like anything from the fridge? I'm okay, thank you. Do, 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 do. All right, all right, and here we go. Everybody, be ready. Here we go. Heineken number two, and oh, having trouble, having trouble. Hold on, no, no, having trouble. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. So that is the story in the NBA. So you have no other thoughts. No other thoughts about anything NBA, NBA Finals. Ready to move on mm -hmm. to action in the NHL Stanley Cup Final. Yes. Okay. On to the NHL. Now, I have not seen your picks already, mm -hmm. and I have not shared any thoughts with you as well. So this will be a surprise. Mm -hmm. All right. And now this is the opportunity to actually have a look at a series that has not started. So I'm just going to dive into some questions, random questions here. So the NHL, how would you rate your excitement, interest, NBA final versus NHL final? If you had to rate your interest at a 10 for the NBA final and rate your interest at a 10 for the NHL final, how would you rate those two? So as much as I like the NBA, um, I think, like I said, the Denver-Miami series is like almost like a no-brainer. I think Denver's going to win. I think it's, it's not really going to be that exciting to watch because I just think, unless, I mean, anything can happen, right? Um, I'm actually interested in the Stanley Cup finals because Florida, who beat the Leafs, don't want to open any. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a wound. That's, that's another beer over here. Um, yeah. But they are just, you know, they're like the little... Well, I'm not gonna say any now. The engine that could. Yeah, the engine that could. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they're they're. It's it's interesting that they've gotten this far and they really wanted. But uh, Vegas is a good team, so I think it'll be just interesting to watch. Hmm. So what's in? You know, okay. So let's go back to the question though. As far as interest, your interest personally. Mm-hmm. Out of 10, the NBA, Sorry, like as far as you NBA. following, mm -hmm. like in actually, oh my God, I got to check the score. It, compared to the NHL, out of 10, what would you rate your interest in the NBA final? Eh, I would say a seven. Okay, and exclu let's exclude the Raptors out of this, okay? If there yeah, was two yeah, teams, no, hold on. No. If there was two teams yeah. that were in the final, would your interest go up if it was the Lakers and, let's say, Celtics? Mm -hmm. The two teams that lost maybe. in the conference final? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So the team and the... You're thinking Denver's going to smoke Miami, so the yeah. interest level to you... There's no mystery. It's You believe yeah. Denver's got this, no problem. Yeah. Okay. So what did you say? Seven? 
Sorry, what was your rating for the NBA interest? Uh, out of 10? Seven. Seven. And seven. the NHL, so we have Florida, the underdog story. I'd say nine. Nine? Yeah. I am ten. shocked like, I am, that you said this. I am shocked too because, I, like I said, I really want to see where this is going to go. Very, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I, I am flabbergasted. I thought for sure you would have said the reverse nine for the NBA and seven I, for the NHL. I know. It's shocking. Wow, man. This is why we should talk more. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so now we're looking at the NHL final. And again, for our viewers out there, Las Vegas and South Florida, you've been to both cities. How would you compare to both cities as a as a tourist? You've been to both. What city would you want to visit today if you had to pick one of the two? And why? I would pick Because you've been to both. You've done both. I would do Vegas. Oh, really? Okay. Again. Okay. Florida was more like when I was... When you say Florida, like you went to Miami. I went to Miami, okay. yes. You didn't go to like Fort Lauderdale or Disney World. No, was I went to Miami. I went to... I was uh, in my 20s. Went to party for a few days. Um, it was really expensive. Like right. I remember back then... Oh my God, I'm going to age myself here. But I don't know. Almost 20 years ago, I think I went and the drinks were so expensive we went to this one you know and it was that time was more about going to the club and dancing whatever um so it was a very different very different time for me now it's vegas i think i would be more interested i've been there before but i didn't have as much interest in in betting um but i think i would look forward more to it now and I know this is not a music podcast or anything, but if I could go there again, I would go see Silk Sonic. Just to clarify, you're accurate. This is not a music podcast, so <laughs> just, just I don't know where that comment came from, but uh, <laughs> you better open the window and get the heck out of here in those comments, okay? <laughs> Keep the door open. Never mind the window, whatever the song uh, yeah. is. Okay, all right. Keep the door open. All right. Yeah. All right, so going into the series now. So we have... Let's go through your thoughts. So let, let me, uh, let me. Okay, I'm going to talk about the series. So the mm-hmm. Vegas Golden Knights are a slight favorite, a minus one twenty five on FanDuel, where the Florida Panthers are plus one hundred five. Vegas has obviously the home ice advantage with a better record, and Florida snuck into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, let's let's go through your plays. What what stood out to you? What plays did you look at? Start from the top. Uh, I looked at the total goal series. And I actually took the under for that. So 33 and a half. So 33 and a half minus one. You took the under. Yeah. It, you know what? It's funny. This is a weird bet because it could either go one of two ways. So mm. if Vegas is rolling in this series, I think this is going to be, you know, a higher scoring series. But if Florida, obviously the way they've been playing, yeah. they've had two one games, one nothing games, maybe the odd 4-3 game, but... Because of their goalie. Yeah. Bob Ross. What's the goalie's name? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Bobowski. Just think Bob. Just think Bob, okay? (laughs) So Sergey Bobowski came up with the Philadelphia Flyers, signed a contract. He went to Columbus. Sorry, he was traded. I can't remember if he was traded or signed to Columbus. Went to Columbus. Mm -hmm. Then he signed a huge contract in NHL terms, 10 plus million, to go to Florida. And up until this season, up until this playoff, not even this season, the playoff run, there's obviously a question was it a bust was this a bad signing and would you say 
that regardless of what has happened the last three years, these this last month and a half or month, whatever it's been, for him to carry this team, and that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. He's been the difference maker. Yep. To go to the Stanley Cup final, would you think that's made it worth the while of signing a player like this? For sure. Yeah, because he, he without him, they're not here. So that's exactly. uh, that's huge. So thirty three and a half. What made you take the under? That because I think that <clears throat> um, he's going to stop a lot of goals, and I don't know, just. I really don't know. Like I said, there's no scientific way of my betting. <laughs> I wish you would just lie and say there was, but... <clears throat> okay, fine. I uh, made... Uh, I looked at all these statistics, and I... Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> Got it. So 33 and a half. How many games do you think the series is going to go? So I, did you did you take one of the... I did. I did. I said I was... I actually did say it was going to go to game seven. You said it was going to go to game seven. Yeah, yeah, but so they're going to be low scoring. I feel okay. like they're going to be low scoring games. So yeah. let's take 33 and a half divided by seven if you think. Yeah. You, so you believe it's 4.79. Yeah. yeah. So you think there'd be an, an average, le- even in seven games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're thinking a lot of 2 1, 1 nothing, 3 1. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I think. That's yeah. a song. Yeah. If you, you said you didn't do any analysis, but I think your analysis. Uh, I Makes did, sense. I did, I, I did. I mean, I, I <clears throat> definitely did. I really, because I really think it's just going to be low-scoring game. So, to be honest, I think that's a good bet. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I think that's a good bet. You know, I can't take that. I could not take the bet. Yeah, I cannot take and watch a final where I'm cheering for no goals. That is like, you know, what somebody says is un-American or un-Canadian. Mm-hmm. That'd be un-me. Like, I cannot take a series under wager that would just not compete that would not jive it doesn't fit with me so even though i respect mm-hmm. your bet i think it's very logical i have want no part in it whatsoever just to point that out okay <laughs> um all right that's that's actually a very good insight and i'm glad you're providing it because it's probably more valuable than me saying just take the over mm-hmm. but uh, what else what else do you got um I said that we would have... So I did another one of those, like, who was going to win in each game. Okay. So game one, it's Vegas. Uh, Game two will be Florida. Game three, Vegas. Game four, Florida. Game five, Florida. And then um, game six and seven will be Vegas. It's plus 9,000. Plus 9,000. If you look at the chart, if you bring this up in your sports book, and I got to assume, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong by assuming, that every sports book offers this kind of bet where you're picking yeah. each individual game. It is, it's it's an eyesore. Like, it is a lot of information to dive into. Uh, so then plus 9,000, there's like 100 bets here. Of all the combinations, mm-hmm. it's 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 weird to look at. So it's very interesting that your selection of plus nine thousand would hit. So go so go through that one more time for me, please. So game one, yeah, Vegas, yeah. Game two, Florida. Game three, Vegas. Game four and five, Florida, and game six and seven, Vegas. Okay, and what what uh, what? Why did out of all the selections? Why did you land on that? So, 
I'm aligning to the fact that I said that they would take it to game seven. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think Florida is still going to fight back, but I still think Vegas is the better team. Um, and I thought, okay, well, let me just try that. I figured if I even put like a $20 bet on something that might be almost impossible, I'm st- I would still win $1,800. So why not? So who do you like winning the series after all that? You like Vegas? Vegas still yeah. You like Vegas to still win? Yeah. Should we have a personal wager on this? Sure. What would you like to bet? So I'll take Florida just because of the sake of being on the other side. What? Well, how can we <laughs> have a bet if we both took Vegas? We I both know, win. but I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. Okay, it. let's go through this and we'll think about a wager okay. before the podcast ends, okay? Okay. Okay? Okay, okay. Anyway, what else you got on there? Do you have did you take anything else in the series? Uh top score. Okay. Chuck <laughs> Sorry, you go know. again. Sorry, what? Matthew what? Matthew Ketchuk. <laughs> I you know I'm Terrible I am at pronouncing last names. Do try it again. Try it. Matthew. The T is really throwing me off. <laughs> ketchup. It sounds like you're saying ketchup. K-chuck. It's not K-chuck. ketchup, like Heinz 57. Ketchup? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my Spanish accent getting to me. <laughs> oh, wait, you're Spanish? Why are we talking hockey then? What is going on? Uh, okay. All right. Whatever. So, K-Chuck. K-Chuck. Yeah. Ma- Matthew K-Chuck. Okay. Is, so, wait. Is it K-Chuck or Chaka? K-Chuck. 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 Okay. Okay. Jeez. All right. So, you think he's going to be the leading goal scorer? Is that what? Or leading points? Leading top scorer. Yeah. Top scorer. Okay. No. Good pick. He's good pick. I would say that... Yeah, that's that's fine. Series MV. What else? What else you got? And then my final one was that Kachuk would score one plus overtime goals in the finals. Oh. Really? That was at plus. So he's gonna have at least one overtime goal. Yeah. And if I what was the odds on that? Plus nine eighty. Well, he had two against uh, Carolina, yeah. and scored. You know, with like a couple seconds left to win the series. So if there's a player you're gonna pick. That's the player. Kachuk. No. <laughs> Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk. So he's the guy right now. He's the face. Even though Bobrovsky is the story of how he's kind of, you know, stonewalled every team he's played against. It's Kachuk that is the face of the Florida Panthers right now. He's the one. He was on TNT with uh, the basketball crew with Charles Barkley and uh, Shaquille O'Neal and everything just in there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can obviously tell that the... Outside of Charles Barkley, who does watch hockey, the rest of them don't. But they did a good job of like going with it. And uh, but he's the face right now, like uh, Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Kachuk is the face. Gotcha. Don't okay. talk about the T. All right. <laughs> what else you got? Is that it? Yeah, that's all I have. All right. So there's some interesting bets on here. So do you know what? It, I'm asking you this question, knowing you may not know this answer. Okay, so this is more to kind of get the conversation going mm-hmm. with the crowd, and just to let you know, the last podcast we did with uh, Austin from Ajax, we expanded our viewership. Or 
How can you have viewership for a podcast that you're listening to? Never mind. So <laughs> audio ship, I guess, that went from, uh, you know, obviously our local area here in Toronto, GTA, and expanded to the U.S., some folks in Ohio and Washington, uh, New Jersey, like a lot of areas. We also mm-hmm. had another, a new listener from the U.K., United yes. Kingdom, which is fantastic, right? Uh, our German followers left us. I don't know where they went, but uh, they didn't show up last week. We'll hope they come back. But the Conn Smythe Trophy is for the playoff MVP. So you look at the playoff MVP that the favorite to take the Conn Smythe Trophy is Sergei Bobrovsky. Now, it's key to understand this is that it's not necessarily based on just the finals, the overall Stanley Cup playoff performance. So right now, Bobrovsky is plus 200. So I got to imagine if Bobrovsky does... Uh, sorry, win, that means Florida has won. If they lose, I unless, you know, he takes it to a game seven in a tight series that you talked about with Vegas winning, then you got to look at Jack Eichel, who's had a resurgence after being traded to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights last year from the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, so he's, he's definitely a favorite. Plus 400, I think there's value there. Jack Eichel. Aiden Hill. Surprise story, plus 1,000, goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights. Did not expect him to play the way he's playing. He's playing amazing. So there's other guys. You know what? I'm going to tell you a value here. Mark Stone. Mark Stone, captain of the Vegas Golden Knights, plus 2,000. Maybe of great value as well. So a lot of good pieces there to to pick from for the Conn Smythe for the league MVP. And you know what, Lady from upstairs, what is special about the Stanley Cup if you win it? Do you know who is the first person to lift the Stanley Cup? What member of the winning team is the first person to win the, or raise the Stanley Cup? I believe it's the captain. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And who usually hands the Stanley Cup to the captain? Commissioner. What's the commissioner's name? Gary Batman. Very good. Does he usually get cheered or booed, booed. when he comes out? Right. As he should. He's, he's done. He's got to go. And then... What do they usually do with the cup when a uh, captain picks it up and passes it off? What what usually happens after that? They kiss it. Very, yeah, they kiss it. <laughs> and then when uh, one of the traditions, I think the Edmonton Oilers started in the 80s, was the team picture. Mm-hmm. You always notice them going with the cup in the yeah. picture, right? That's a huge moment. So that's why it's exciting to see the cup presented. So I encourage you, those hockey fans... Even though you're not a huge hockey fan, at least watch the celebration. There's a lot that goes into that's very, very fun and interesting. But also, if you notice the Stanley Cup, and again, this is for those who don't understand or follow hockey that closely, the when you win the Stanley Cup, your name is engraved on the Stanley Cup, so it's there forever, right? It's, well, ever because at some point your your name gets taken off. Because of the length of time room. to yeah. make room, but it's kept in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the special nature of the Stanley Cup is that your name is engraved on the trophy, even though you know seasons have passed and you're no longer the champion. That's part of the special nature, and every player gets to spend a day with the Stanley Cup, and it gets ridiculous on what people do and celebrate with the Stanley Cup. So great stuff there, and I'm just trying to look for any more value that we could have. Uh, for the Stanley Cup final, here's some of the props. Uh, let's see, finals. Jack Eichel to record three plus shots on a goal every game. That's plus 440. 
Eichel's, you know, he's got a breakaway in him. He's got, like, he's the thick power play. He's going to snipe the... I think that's a great value pick, plus 440. Jack Eichel to record three-plus shots on goal every game in the Stanley Cup final. That's pretty damn good. And if you're a Calgary Flames fan, think how sick you must be. So I know Lady from says you don't know the details on this, but last summer, because he used to play for the Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Okay, so he was traded this se- not, before the season started to the Florida Panthers because he said, hey, my contract's coming up. I'm not signing here in Calgary. So they had the trader. So right now, Jonathan Huberto, who went back to Calgary, has been a flop. And the Calgary Flames did not make the playoffs. They've really underachieved. And Matthew Chuck has taken this team to the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. Which is got to yeah. make you sick to your stomach. Yeah. All right? And last but not least, I threw a poll out on our Facebook page. You know, a small poll. Would you right now, if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, trade Matthew, uh, Austin Matthews, sorry, for one of what, uh, straight up, for Matthew Kachuk? Matthew Kachuk, remember? <laughs> so six people said they would not, two people said they would. What would you do? I said I would. Okay, I know you were part of that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I also would. What, what, what my complaints about Austin Matthews right now? was that he didn't show up in the playoffs. And you have Matthew Kachuk, who's absolutely showed up and reminded me of kind of a a Doug Gilmore type of a playoff run that I witnessed as a kid in the early 90s that made that team special. I don't see that from Austin Matthews. So I don't care what you think out there. I would make that trade in a heartbeat and I would not be thinking of this extension they're talking about. That's my take, and I'm going to stick with it. There were some people that were really against that. They can be against it all they want, and that is, you can't you can't deny when you watch Austin Matthews the skill set, but it's a skill set when it's during an 82 regular game season where teams are okay. I got to get to the plane. It's a four one blowout. Let's move on. The playoffs are showing and exposing the lack of ability to adapt that he is not showing, that other players do. Simple as that. So I'm, I'm going to stand by that statement. Okay? Can, okay. You, can, you, can you back me on that one? I, I did. I voted and everything, and I stood by it. Perfect. Okay, great. And uh, just uh, something, a couple uh, items uh, just to go leading into the weekend. So we have uh, FA Cup action. Man City and Man United will play. So I'm sure we'll see full lineups there as the EPL seasons come to an end. So uh, Man City's a heavy favorite in this one. I don't have a take on this one, but just be aware at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Uh, something to keep it. It's going to suck. It's really going to suck until August because every week, every weekend, you know, Saturday morning, there was tons of European action. So that's all winding down. Obviously, the EPL's done. German League's done. Spanish League is wrapped up. E- uh, Italian League wraps up today or this week. And then Champions League final. Man City, heavy favorite over Inter Milan. June 10th, 3 p.m. I'll have it take a little closer, but uh, Man City, I can't see them losing this. They lose it. It's a colossal failure. And uh, and just a, just a note for the podcast listeners, this podcast, will, episode 40, our 40th episode, will probably not record until as late as Friday or Saturday 
based on some scheduling conflicts. So just put that out there for you hardcore listeners out there. And I thank you for being a hardcore listener. Any last words, lady from upstairs? Any comments? Any thoughts? With some of that time being freed up, what are you going to do with all your time now in the mornings? <laughs> I don't know. What uh, what should I be doing? <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> you have a list. I bet you have a list. Okay. Well, I will, we'll check that list. I'll... My li- my suggestion box, if you want to throw some suge- suggestions, hmm. is a nice blue square bin where it says recycling on the side. So please feel free to put it in there. <laughs> anyway, lady from upstairs, thanks for joining us. Take a bow. All right, Nobody let's have see a final- that. Nobody that- can see that. <laughs> All right, let's have a final cheers then. Okay. All right. In the overrated experience, episode 39 has come to an end. The pleasure's been all yours. Over and out. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.